Yo, what's going on everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your host, Scott Pagliaccio, and this podcast is designed to help you in some way. To help you grow, develop, realize, become more aware, be a little bit more conscious, whatever words you like to use. I just hope that I can share some of my experiences with you in the hopes that it creates less suffering in the world. And that's that's pretty much what I want to do. You know, I've endured many, many trials and tribulations in my life, and I just want to share some of the stories in the hopes that it wakes something up in you and you don't have to suffer or go through some sort of pain. Although Sometimes pain is the path. Pain, if there's pain, it is an intelligent source of information in us to get us to pay attention that we need to shift. So first of all, I'm grateful to have you here. Uh, Thank you for joining me. And if you get some value from this podcast, just, uh, you know, pass it along. Pass it along. Share it. Write us a review on iTunes, uh, rate us, you know, whatever you see fit, it would be very helpful. So this morning I wanted to start with a little poem, and uh, this this particular podcast is around knowing what we think we know and what has kind of been conditioned into us and the difference between the two, what we think we know and what we've really tasted in life what we've taken into us from others and accepted it as our truth and as our inner knowing when we really don't have the direct experience of knowing. There's a difference, in my my opinion, of really knowing and of being told something and accepting it as our inner knowing. So today, uh, this is from the Buddha. And let me make this perfectly clear. To all of you out there, all the listeners, I am not aligned with any religious ideology. I do not subscribe to any religious ideology, not one or another. Um, I'll mention certain words like God, and you can insert your own word there. Universe, love, Christ, Buddha, Allah, Mohammed, whatever it is, man, to me, it's love. Love is the creative source of all things in my experience, in my inner knowing. My t- I've tasted that. That has been my direct experience. So you can insert whatever word resonates for you. So today we're talking about knowing. Do not believe what you have heard. Do not believe in tradition because it's handed down many generations. Do not believe in anything that has been spoken of many times. Do not believe because the written statements come from some old sage. Do not believe in conjecture. Do not believe in authority or teachers or elders. But after after careful observation and analysis, when it agrees with reason and it will benefit one and all, then accept it and live by it. And uh, that was written... By the Buddha 
who I guess was born in, looks like 563 BC and lived to 483 BC. And he was the founder of Buddhism. Uh, Prince Siddhartha Gautama. I hope I pronounced that uh, correctly. And he was one of the influences in the world's major religions uh, called, you know, he was the Buddha. Uh, He was born in Northeast India uh, near Nepal. And he saw that there was so much unhappiness, sickness, and death that even the wealthiest and most powerful are subject to this in their life. So at age 20, he abandoned uh, his princely life and went out in search of higher truth. So the name Buddha actually translates into the awakened one or enlightened one. Uh, And it was given to him. The enlightened one uh, at the age of 29. Uh, And he went on this lifelong journey to search for a way to release people from the human condition. Um, And it said that he discarded the teachings of his contemporaries and uh, through meditation achieved enlightenment or ultimate understanding. And he then assumed the role of teacher, instructor. And uh, his followers sought truth through the Dharma, which is the things of life. So the the key word like that I was thinking around here is belief. Uh, the key word in the in what we're talking about belief and the difference between belief and knowing. Uh, I'd rather talk about like not belief you know everything that we carry around with us you know that we call a belief uh, largely it comes largely from experience you know belief for me is more about direct experience something that I've tasted something that I've experienced personally I am not going to take into me the belief of another and just accept it as if it's true. Uh, so belief comes from an outside source, you know, and it, and that could be super persuasive. And I think it's about conditioning and, uh, a lot of us just take in and have worked to convince ourselves of the truth of these beliefs, you know, from other people, you know, um, for instance, uh, I believe that uh, I was limited because I remember as a little boy in school, I was told that. And I took that into me. I was told that by one of my teachers that I, you know, I wouldn't amount to anything. And somehow I accepted that as my truth and took that into me and believed it as if it was so. 
and someone someone else's opinion of me or about other things is not true. It was a story, and then I accepted it, and then I lived from that space within me. And uh, it's it, I think it can be dangerous. So I'm trying to be more aware of what it is I'm taking into me and uh, believing is true or what is now my direct experience. What have I experienced and that is my inner knowing. Uh, so uh, let, me, let me give you an example. Let's say um, I'm, trying to, uh, I'm trying to convince you that you've never tasted an apple. But I'm trying to convince you that apples are delicious. You know, but you still have doubts. You know, you, you don't, you, you've never tasted an apple. You, you're not sure because you've never had it. Um, so I, I've taken I, pictures of apples and I've shown them to you. And, uh, you know, I've got hundreds of people who have come to testify on the deliciousness of apples and they've told you about it, um, you know, but until your taste buds have experienced what it's like to put an apple in your mouth and, and, and you know, chew it with your teeth and taste it for yourself, your experience or your belief of what is true is based on my experience. And so, uh, with all the you know the you know all of us may have been meaning very well we want the we want you to believe that what we're telling you is truth it is still you know there's some doubt there in your mind because you haven't experienced the taste of an apple so you might you might accept it but until you experience it it's not true and uh, it's also so with all, you know, with all the me- well-meaning members of our family and our tribe, you know, and our ancestors, you know, they mean well. For sure. You know, just because you've heard it and it's been a long surviving tradition, you know, that apples taste great and it's recorded over the centuries and the world's greatest teachers have endorsed it. And, uh, you know, there's. You know, they're still not, there, there are, those are still not reasons to accept a belief. So do not believe it until you experience it. Rather than using the term belief, try shifting to the word knowing. When you have direct experience of tasting that apple, then you, you have knowing. You have conscious contact and can determine your truth based on your experience. You know, let's say, for instance, it's around like swimming or riding a bike or any of those things. We'll shift from the apple. You know, you, if you've never ridden a bike or learned how to swim, people can tell you about what it's like, but if until you experience it, you don't really know. So there's a fundamental difference between knowing something and knowing about something. Knowing about is another term for belief. Knowing is a term reserved exclusively for direct experience. 
which means an absence of doubt. Uh, so consider those, consider those things. And uh, here's a couple of other things. I, I encourage you to you know, resist any, I call it tribal influence, you know, which is perceived as being callous or indifferent to the experiencing the experience and teachings of others. Particularly those who care the most about you. I suggest that you read the words of the Buddha again and again if if this is your conclusion. He doesn't speak of rejection, only of being grown up and mature enough to make your own mind up and live by your inner knowing. And that's, that's what's been my experience. I realized at one point in my life, there was all of this stuff in my head that wasn't put there by me. It was conditioned into me. And I, I realized I didn't want it there. And I remember at one point I stood there with my, it was like with my hands inside of my head. And I started to take out what I didn't want in there. And put it aside, not not in a like, oh, I don't want this in there anymore, but it was not, it wasn't my direct experience. So I kind of placed it aside and started to put things into me that felt more true to my being. I got rid of a lot of the negativity. And I talked a little bit about that when I got rid of my television. I got rid of the negativity and I started to put in things of love like poetry and, and teachings of guys like the Buddha or Christ or you know these ancient masters that may or may not have lived 2,500, 3,000 years ago. I don't know. But whatever it was that they were teaching, it resonated with me. And as I practiced being that way, not believing like I'm talking about here, it was my direct experience. I started to practice the principles into my own life and my life experience changed. So you cannot learn anything through the efforts of others. You know, the world's greatest teachers can teach you absolutely nothing unless you are willing to apply what they have to offer based on your knowing. So those great teachers only offer you choices on the menu of life. They can make them sound very appealing and ultimately they may help you try they may help you to try those items on the menu. They can even write the menu, but the menu can never be the meal. The menu can never be the apple. Others' opinion of what an apple tastes like is not the apple. So let's. Uh, these are your action steps, man. This is how you're going to put this wisdom to work. And uh, I offer you uh, these appetizers off the menu. Number one, inventory as many of your beliefs as you can as you can think of. Include such things as your attitude towards religion, capital punishment, minority rights, reincarnation, young people, old people, non-traditionalized med- uh, non-traditional medicine, what happens to you at death, your cultural bias, the ability to perform miracles. Number two, from that inventory that we just mentioned, be honest about how many of your family-held beliefs are the result of your own life experiences. And how many have been handed to you? Make an effort to open your mind to experiencing things directly before, before you proclaim them to be 
a living truth. All right, number three, I want you to expose yourself to belief systems that are in opposition to those you are familiar with. Experience what it's like to walk in the shoes of others, of those who are different from you. The more of these contrary experiences you allow, that you allow yourself, the more you will know truth. And number, number four, refuse to be seduced into arguments on the basis of ideas that have often uh, been thrust upon you by well-meaning others. In, in other words, stop giving energy to the things you don't believe in or know to be applicable to you. So let me, you know, I, w- I want you to ponder all of this and let me know how this lands for you by reaching out, DMing me, uh, maybe leaving us a message on uh, any of the social platforms. I'm su- super curious to know about what you feel in regards to knowing something directly and realizing that a lot of what we believe has been conditioned into us. So try that on for today. I hope this serves you in a deep, deep way. I know it has in my life. It is, this has been the basis of me changing how I move through the universe. It's been extremely helpful for me to not have bias towards other people's experience and uh, having some, a deeper understanding of what is true for me. What is my direct experience? So uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful and amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me. Um, I'm super grateful and super thankful that, you know, you guys are out there listening and it's being reflected on Anchor. I'm noticing more and more listenership, so... Thank you. Um, again, if this serves you in some way, leave us a rating, uh, write us a review, and reach out. Reach out. I've been having a lot of people come up to me uh, out on the streets and in, in, uh, sharing their opinions, man. And that's what this is all about. I want to know how I can better serve all of you. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining. And peace and chicken grease. I kind of like that one. I'm going I'm to hold on to that for a minute. Ciao.